This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. Welcome aboard. It's the Adam Ritz Show. I'm your host, Adam Ritz. Jay Baker is joining me on the phone. He's a dear friend of mine and a broadcast peer. Uh, Both of us, between us, have about 732,000 years of broadcast under our belt. Uh, Most of that is under Jay's resume. But uh, Jay, we welcome you aboard. How are you doing today? Hey, I am doing great. and It's uh, good to be part. I just want to add the the credibility that all those all that nonsensical broadcasting has brought the world i just wanted to make it clear that we we, we didn't just buy a, a microphone and a podcast uh, machine and decide to have a show <laughs> yeah no you're you're absolutely correct we're one of the few guys that know actually know how to operate our own equipment oh my gosh actually uh, somebody has to come in and turn this off when the show's over uh this is a public affairs show we like to take a look at uh, issues and uh happenings and incidents and charities and foundations that affect us in a positive way and uh we start with uh, a story that's just been crazy this week in the northeast the wildfires out of canada affecting the air quality in New York and New Jersey and all throughout the Northeast. Uh, they're even saying parts of the Midwest are starting to see hazy skies. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. As you said, uh, as we go to press, so to speak, 17 states are under air quality watches or warnings. I didn't know it was that many, 17. Yes. I kept thinking, okay, it's probably... You know, up through the Northeast, what you would consider New England. Uh, But do you have a list of the farthest southern states? I I don't, but I have a Twitter friend in the Carolinas, and he said the Carolinas certainly have proximity to the East Coast, but he goes as far south as Carolina and uh, adjacent areas like Kentucky and Tennessee have officially given air quality warnings and as you can imagine those states are far enough away that it's mostly just be aware that if you spend time outside you can get irritated you know you can get irritated lungs and nasal passages Uh, so it's not quite as severe as uh like you said the northeast and certainly new york city but isn't that amazing that it's that prevalent it, it really is i i recall uh sometime in the last five years there were some wildfires on the west coast and it affected uh the skies on the east coast and it took about two weeks i think for that haze to travel all the way across the united states but uh we're, we're definitely going to have some hazy skies and some air quality issues here in uh, North America for quite some time. Health officials in New York City uh, have advised residents this week to stay inside and limit yes. or avoid their outdoor activities altogether. It's, uh, it's quite That's a, extreme. It's quite a, you know, I, I saw the, the air quality index, which is a scale that measures the quality of the air. This week it hit 484 on a scale of 500. So 500 is the top of the scale of the worst, you know, bad air quality, and it hit 484. They say three anything above 300 is considered hazardous. So this thing just about topped out at full speed, well above the uh, hazardous 
uh, number of 300 on that uh, air quality index. Uh, I don't know if you saw, you're a big sports fan. You do some sports reports uh, across the country. Major League Baseball, the Yankees, um, the WNBA, and a few Broadway shows this week have also been canceled. Yeah, I find it amazing that, like you said, even indoor uh, sporting activities have been curtailed because, you know, they're taking it that seriously. Uh, And then, you know, just to add super quick to what you're saying, according to the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Center, there are more than 400 wildfires burning across Canada um, and which is still very early into its summer fire season. So this actually could get a little worse before it gets better. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, well, we wish everybody the best of luck uh, in the listening area that's dealing with air quality issues. I know I have asthma, and if, if you've got lung problems, take as many precautions as you can. I know a lot of state officials are passing out those N94 masks so if you have a mask left over from the COVID days, you might want to pull it out, wear it as you walk around. I, I mean, I'm nowhere near the Northeast, and I went on a walk in my neighborhood yesterday and saw a neighbor of mine with his mask on. And, yes. and I was like, how are you doing? He's like, oh, man, air quality. It's starting to get here. So it's something to think about. Well, and yeah, and of course, you know, you, you never ever want to sound selfish because, you know, I always look for the gratitude and everything, but this is the time of the year when people start to ramp up their outdoor activity and you've got, uh, uh, you know, this phenomena of smoke and ash in the atmosphere. And they say it's going to eventually affect about 200 million people now to various degrees, obviously not everyone's going to get profoundly, uh, you know, altered by this. But that's, you know, roughly two-thirds of the American population. That's unbelievable. And then- yeah, the whole thing's unbelievable. And like you said, do take precautions. And, you know, you may even notice it being overcast, uh, you know, in your neighborhood as you hear this show. And you think, well, we shouldn't be in any kind of pattern to get this. But I think it's going to spread uh, in, into a fairly widespread area. So at least... Uh, you'd have to say most people in the U.S. will be affected to some degree. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, And then to wrap up uh, this first story of the show, uh, I saw this. This is kind of unsettling, uh, a bit ironic. Um, Wednesday, this past Wednesday in Canada, you know how we always talk about the national days. We just had National Donut Day here in the United States last week. Wednesday in Canada was National Clean Air Day. Oh, my. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty ironic. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, Jay, uh, hope you're breathing easy. Uh, what else is going on? Well, uh, this is kind of an interesting story. A uh, U.S. Uh, a gentleman who had been involved with one of the U.S. Uh, intelligence agencies uh, gave a uh, pretty – a clear-cut interview recently, both in print and on a podcast, that uh, he is very certain that the government is sitting on some UFO artifacts, and not just bits and pieces. There may be some extensive collection of UFO stuff that even he is not aware of, but a family from Las Vegas, and this is non-related but scary, 
claimed that they saw aliens in their backyard after something fell from the sky. Now, this was in Las Vegas, and it happened just this last week. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That, That's scary, isn't it? Now, I've heard of all the uh, the recent UFO uh, discussion from the whistleblower to the, you know, the, from, you know, we're not talking Roswell in 1950. Uh, we're talking like new stuff. There's a new spaceship yes. that this whistleblower claims the United States government has. Uh, I've heard all that this week, but I did not hear about the, the family in Las Vegas that said they saw something fall from the sky and they saw aliens in their backyard. Yeah, they actually released the 911 call, uh, and it happened uh, on the morning of, okay, so this is slightly older than we said, but it happened on the morning of May 1st in Las Vegas. The caller told the dispatcher there were two non-human beings up to 10 feet tall with large eyes staring at him from his backyard uh, near Las Vegas. I'm not laughing, but that's extreme. When you see uh, beings 10 feet tall, because your immediate thought is you should sign these guys up for an NBA uh, contract as soon as possible. Yeah, no NBA team in in, uh, Las Vegas, but that's a heck of a wide receiver, maybe a tight end. I don't know how skinny they were. (laughs) He's got a good reach. Uh, But my goodness, I'm... I'm going to follow up on that. I from just out of my own curiosity. I this was this person whacked out on on pills and drugs, or are the ten foot aliens here? There's some. Well, this, there's some truth yeah. to this either way. Well, absolutely, and it coincides with uh, a bright uh, light that appeared to cross the sky. In fact, even a couple of police officers have body cam footage of this light going across the sky. NELUS Air Force Base, which is the closest uh, military installation, says, hey, it's nothing that we're doing that happened that night. Uh, But a number of people did report at least seeing the light. They didn't see the uh, 10-foot non-human beings. (laughs) I I would have a little trouble sleeping if I thought that they were in my backyard at, at any point during the course of this event. Can we just go back to 1989 when life was simple? I, I mean, today, you've, the, from wildfires to aliens to, you know, political discourse and division in this country uh, to COVID to pandemics to the economy. I mean, let's just go back to 1989. And I'm with where you. The biggest problem was how are you going to pay for your IROC? Your IROC Z. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know somebody was talking the other day. They just wanted to go to the simplicity of downloading their favorite songs off Napster. Let's oh. return Let's return to an earlier, more simple era. When life was simple. I, I'm going way before that. Uh, <laughs> th- that might have been the beginning of the end. It seems like it all coincides with the Internet. As soon as the internet took Something, hold and then turned yeah. into social media, it's just, it's so, I, I think, uh, you know, my friends and I have talked about this at our age. We were born at the most perfect time on planet Earth because we got to experience the independence of being a kid, you know, with a bicycle, just with the only rule being be home by sundown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got to experience the glory of some technology from the iPhones to the internet, Uh but by the time we check out, I, I'll be I'll be fine checking off this planet because as bad as it's gotten, I don't I don't know what it's going to be a hundred years from now. 
<laughs> well, if nothing else, it certainly is a lot more complex. You're absolutely correct. Now, uh, as you well know, we are just around the corner from Father's Day, and new research reveals that Americans will be spending more on Father's Day than they've ever done in the past. Well, we deserve it. Speaking as a father. Sure. How, uh, did, average, how much? Well, consumer spending is expected to reach $22.9 billion. That's more than any year since they started tracking this uh, back in 2003. $22.9 billion spent on five. That's a lot of ties, Jay. That's a lot of ties. It um, absolutely is. You know what? I, I you know, That's even counting Father's Day cards, I'm assuming. Uh, here's a little card trick I'd like to pass on to you if I could. I know a lot of people like to save money and make their own cards, and you can do that, especially with the ease of printing out a picture. You just print out a picture at home on your home computer, home printer, fold it in half, right, dear dad, I love you. And uh, speaking as a father, I would love to get that card. What the cards I get, you know, cards are expensive and they're they're oh, sort yeah. of, they're ridiculous. I mean, you can look the numbers right on the back, and I remember you know a birthday card or whatever was like two ninety nine, a dollar ninety nine. Now, you know, like a solid card, a Hallmark card is like $5.99, $6.99. I mean, it's crazy. So then you can go to the dollar store and just get a, you know, a, re- a card made from recycled <laughs> cardboard that, that will fall apart with the sweat of your thumb. But it's only $0.99. Cents. Sure. Here's what I do. And I know a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy. But if you're going to spend 5 or 6 bucks on a normal card anyway... I just go the extra four or five bucks on top of that, and I get the cards that light up or turn into a puzzle or have some sort of toy in it. I get the 11 and $12 cards for birthdays, sure. Mother's Days, Father's Days, uh, graduation, whatever. Any sort of occasion, I go ahead and just get the $12 card that lights up and sings a song, does the chicken dance or whatever. Uh, because, if <laughs> you know, really, there. Twelve. You're going to buy a seven dollar card anyway. So what's another five bucks to get something that's going to stand out? And I guarantee you, at all of our family events, everybody remembers the card I got them over everybody else's card. I guarantee there you. There you go. They, so fact, you people, do the reverse where do, you go yeah. all out. I mean, almost crazy. Yeah, and then you know you, you need a financial advisor to advise you before then, you purchase. And, and I cut five bucks off the price of the present I bought them. I go a little cheaper on the present, but I get them the sure. nice card because they remember that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's great. Well, you know, I always love it when they, they look at these figures and they said that consumers this year are expected. This is a Father's Day uh, uh, spending will spend an average of one hundred and ninety six dollars and 23 cents so you know like you said you're in uh at least what 12 bucks for the card how much more do you plan on spending for father's day well let's see i've already got a couple of things i've got uh two shirts and uh and a, a little uh well my dad was a barber by trade he retired about 15 20 years ago and i got him a little christmas village barber shop that lights up, oh, nice. you know. It's got yeah, it's something for Christmas time, but you can keep it out uh, year round. I feel like you can keep it out year round. If you weren't a barber, you could only put that out after Thanksgiving. Uh, but since he was a barber, he can put that on a shelf and light it up year round. 
see that's that's a good choice but yeah that's kind of interesting when you say the average 196 bucks which is which kind of strikes me as a lot but dad certainly deserves it you know i now, I, I have uh i'm doing the math here i'm gonna round up to 200 because i'm on the radio and i'm not a math expert <laughs> but i have two daughters so that means i should receive 400 dollars worth of goods yeah, I think that that's what you need to do is expect and be bitterly disappointed if you, that retail level doesn't hit the 400 mark. I don't know if that will happen. <laughs> so that just means there's some other kids somewhere else that just spent $400 on their dad. Well, well actually 500 have, to pick up the average. You have wonderful yet distracted daughters. So any kind of gift at all, you're going to be very <laughs> grateful for. You know that. I'm going to tell them that Uncle Jay said the average kid spends 200 bucks on their dad. <laughs> That's right. And a lot of dads are upset if they don't see that 200 bucks worth of stuff. Now, uh, the most popular gifts will include clothing. So you're already uh, on the popular gift continuum there. 55% mm -hmm. of the gifts will be clothes. And outing like dinner or brunch will be 52% gift cards 48 percent and personal care items 32 percent and when you say personal care items i guess you're getting dad what like a shaver or something you know and you know and what does that tell dad dad you look slouchy you, you need some grooming dad here's uh here's a <laughs> nose trimmer need some grooming here, here put, put this nose trimmer in your ear hole happy father's if day you, if you're a dad and you get a nose trimmer what is that really saying that a someone cares or B, you need to change up your presentation. A little bit of both, I think. <laughs> Almost a third are planning to give a gift of experience like tickets to a sporting event or a concert. And the biggest spenders for Father's Day are consumers between the ages of 35 and 44 so see your daughters are younger they may not spend as much they're okay. not in the big spender category they've got a while to go before they hit that 35 to 44 year old uh, demographic so i'm well out of that age group so i don't have to spend yeah. 200 bucks on my dad no no not at all you you feel good let the let the younger ones shoulder the burden i wonder why what was the top <laughs> end of that demo 44 35 and 44 so consumers between the ages of 35 and 44 i wonder how much why that age if there's a guilt if there's uh, some sort of guilty um factor that that feeds into i need to spend a lot of money on my dad for father's day and then all of a sudden at age 45 you're like you know what forget it <laughs> i've done yeah. my time i bought him some <laughs> stuff everything I, I, I took him to that well, foo fighters concert last year this year i'm just getting him some a gas card well, it's ironic that you look at those ages because you say, yeah, back then I used to have money too, so I could see myself spending a little more money on dad. So yeah, maybe maybe that's the you way you what? look at it. That's it. By 45, you are in uh, financial prison, but with your kids <laughs> and your mortgage, maybe your second marriage, maybe your ninth job, the debt, the credit cards. Yeah. And then who suffers? fathers dear on father's old day. dad yep on father's day now here's something you can get your dad as you know uh the world of accessory items for computers and uh our smartphones is pretty amazing apple just recently talked about a brand new virtual reality headset and i don't know if you've seen anything on this i saw it's the price going to be 
it's going to be trend setting, but you've got to come with the big bank. You're absolutely correct. The $3,500 Vision Pro virtual reality headset. $3,500. And yes. have you done uh, any of those VR uh, ocular deals? I have just seen a very brief uh, demonstration of one, but I have not really stuck one on my head for any length of time. I've got a, a buddy in the tech space that showed me his uh, company. He does them, uh, these these head pe- What are they called? The visual eye? Yeah, uh, like uh, kind of like 3D or virtual reality. Virtual reality 3D uh, eyepieces. So he, he does them for uh, sales training. And for example, um, if a, a surgeon could put on a pair and then send another pair through the FedEx, whatever, to a, a, a second person miles away, states away, to describe uh, a procedure. And they could both be looking at a virtual um, anatomy, and they could uh, go through the body, the human body, and like just you click a button to just see the circulatory system. And you're right. just looking at that. Then you click another button to just see the the uh, organs, like the lung and the spleen and the heart. They all, they all show up. Um, and then you can see a cross section of any part of the body. Uh, it's it's truly amazing what what the virtual reality does today. And I can't imagine as technology gets better and that price point comes down thirty five hundred. I mean, you're going to be able to like go on. Uh, Adventures. You could instead of going oh, to yes. Hawaii and spending eighteen thousand dollars for a ten day trip to Hawaii. I mean, maybe you're better off getting a four thousand dollar pair of goggles, and then you can spend a month in Hawaii. And it's almost like you're really there, and you don't get sunburned. I know. Well, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, the possibilities are endless. And it was interesting you talking about the medical field. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the NFL, believe it or not has created a virtual reality device that they use to train their skill players. You can take a quarterback, put him on a virtual reality headset and show him a game film. And you say, okay, when the defense aligns in this position and this defensive player moves, what's your decision? And that the guy goes, I'm going to pass. It's like, let's, you know, Show them what they've won, Johnny. And then they run the play in front of them. And they said that while obviously there's some limitation to it, you're giving them an actual 3D example right in front of them as to what to expect on a defensive play. And that's pretty cool stuff. Now, obviously, that's not going to save any lives, but it could get your team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's pretty important. In the world of public sure. affairs, I'm with you. That is right up there. And if the player picks the wrong option, if they ran the ball instead of pass, then through virtual reality, they are escorted out of the building. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, in the comfort of their own living room. Unless you're Johnny Manziel, you don't even put the headset on in the first no, place. No, no, why would he? But we digress with some insider NFL comedy that people love. <laughs> At any rate, You may be asking yourself $3,500, but you get five sensors, six microphones, and 12 cameras are built into this virtual reality headset. It will be available in the U.S. starting early 2024. Well, I remember, just to put this in uh, consumer terms, Jay, the first uh, flat panel TV uh, I saw, I can remember, 
like a 42 inch was $3,500 in 1999. Right. Um, today, that same TV is at Walmart for $289. So these virtual reality uh, goggles that are 3500 today, in about 18 years, they're going to be 250 bucks. So if yeah. you can wait that long, that's my plan. I'm going to wait till they drop in price, <laughs> and I can get them at Walmart when I buy my ramen. Well, what will happen is uh, the, the you know uh, Tim Cook of Apple says this will provide programmers tools to move forward. So there will be an, an amazing array, certainly of uh, virtual reality things, all the way from gaming to uh, business applications and more. So it really is sort of foretelling, as you said, what a great time to be alive, huh? You know, you think about uh, 10, 20 years ago, the rich friend you have that put in a home theater in their basement with the, you know, they put in levels with those reclining chairs that lit up oh, yeah. that had cup holders and they had a, a projector and a, a 100 inch screen. And, you know, maybe off to the side, there was a glass case with boxed candy, just like you get at the movie theater. Uh, and that, you know, the renovation was $40,000 to make, to take that, uh, part of the basement, which used to be storage by the water heater, and now you know, enclose it in drywall and make it your home theater. Now, now instead of investing that forty grand in the renovation, you can just go buy a thirty-five hundred dollar pair of goggles that will turn any any place you are into anywhere you want to go. Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's pretty amazing with no drywall dust. <laughs> um, yes. Now, the virtual candy doesn't taste as good out of the box. No, um, no, it doesn't. But man, yeah, this is, uh, and you know what? I've heard a lot of criticism too about how this is really planting the seeds for that dystopian future where no one leaves their house and there's just zero so- social skills and people don't know how to, you know, it's like the end of the human race. Right. Well, that's what we've always talked about, you know, that lack of human connection because the virtual connection is so much more intense, if you will, uh, that, uh, you know, just sitting and chatting with uh, your friend at the coffee shop doesn't have the same intensity of uh, chatting with your virtual reality friend uh, at the uh, top of Mount Everest, you know? Right. That That is so true. No, it's, it's interesting. Now, uh, Hotels.com reveals the 10 most unusual room service requests. They looked through about 4,000 entries of people saying, here's the oddest thing that they ask uh, room service. Um, and uh, the, some of these are from around the world. So uh, are you a room service guy by any chance? You know, I, I no, I, I think I, I mean, I enjoy room service. I do. Uh, but I'm usually so full from dinner and so looking forward to breakfast that I don't need some $50 cheeseburger at 11 o'clock at night in my hotel room. Yeah, no, I get it. And, uh, you know, room service can be a bit pricey too, as you well know. Mm-hmm. In fact, let me, my little note here from ho- hotels.com said that uh, 27% of U.S. hotels say their guests spend more than $100 for room service on average. Well, and that's like a, a yogurt parfait and a bottle of water. There's your hundred bucks. Sure, 
there you go yeah so it can be a little bit pricey but here are the 10 weirdest room service requests number one diet water mm-hmm. number two melted ice cream ah. number three blowfish which we have talked about before in the show uh dangerous when not prepared properly yeah yeah We've always said that don't go to a bargain buffet and order the blowfish. I steer clear of the blowfish. <laughs> you have to. Uh, somebody asked for boiled bottled water. Hmm. Okay. I hate to know what they were doing in their hotel room. Number five, a cooked fish that the guest had brought with them. Th- that's right up there with blowfish. <laughs> it is. Uh, this I have never heard of this product before. Cockle popcorn hmm. i'm sure it must be some exotic form of popcorn that you can probably only get like let's say in england Th- that sounds british to me yes it does uh number seven the no egg white omelet of course number eight a rice bowl for their dog <laughs> <laughs> and they busted themselves because they were in a no pets allowed hotel yes their pampered pet somebody asked for number nine bison okay that's good and then number 10 uh this is apparently big in japan the eggless shishaku which is a poached egg dish that is uh something i always get when i stay at the la quinta inn uh in oceanside (laughs) california jay thank you for the list and uh for appearing on the show uh for our listeners you can hear uh this show and all of our previous uh shows from the past several years they're in podcast form on the website adamritzshow.com thanks so much for listening the adam ritz show is recorded live in studio at the vibonomics worldwide headquarters learn more about the vibonomics audio out of home marketplace at vibonomics.com for information on this broadcast including past on-demand episodes interview submissions and syndication contacts visit adamritzshow.com